like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. I don't know about the black in the screen, dude. The black is like, look at that, that balloon is just popping off the shirt, son. Feeling good about myself today. How about you? What? I was just reading the funny thing that I had written down about this movie. But I also still have to wait till the end to tell it. So you wrote down something funny. Yes. It's the funny story that I have. Make a note I so we don't forget. Re- I was rereading it. You read it. And then you laughed about it again. I did. It must be funny. <laughs> it's like laughing funny. to herself about it. It's probably only going to be more funny to me because it's like one of those I was there situations, but still. I'm <clears> not <throat> happy with you right now, just so you know. Why? Because wow. you were like in the text thread, you're like, party girl Jess was like, I'm bringing some tall boys. Whoop, whoop. And I'm like, cool. So you got me all in the mood to drink. And now I'm sitting here and you're like half a can. And I'm, I'm, I'm well, really, that's like two drinks. Like hers is higher alcohol percentage oh, and it's eight percent bitch that's true i'm not mad anymore yeah i don't appreciate you calling oh. me a, a b word Little though bitch i don't use that word it's derogatory toward women <laughs> oh whatever <laughs> you need to tell people that i really don't use that word. <laughs> he doesn't yeah he never uses that Mm-mm. i'm talking about mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway they should have brought him a four loco Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Think Miller Light will sponsor us? No. Hmm. It'd be pretty sweet if they did. It'd be awesome. HMC 98 Insidious, the last key. This is our last Insidious movie. The last one. Kinda How are you sad. feeling, though? Are you sad about it? Or are you happy about it? I'm kind of sad. Yeah, I like these movies. You guys just witnessed me about Die. I didn't. I just heard it. That was Rock a wicked pipe. Charlie horse, dude. Oh. <laughs> How'd you forget already? Was he being a baby? <laughs> I just thought something happened when you just took a drink of that. But yeah, that was that was a it was intense horse. Yeah, she was so concerned about it. She was describing something else to me as I'm screaming. I was like screaming about that my leg hurt. She's like, you got to see this. This <laughs> is <laughs> shut up, Josh. I'm trying to tell you something. This is like a roasted pickle or something. What do you think this is? And I'm over here like, ah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was when we were talking about potassium rich food. Why are we talking about roasted pickles? I don't know why you're not apologizing to me. It was because of what Mark sent in that group. Oh, I looked at it yet. Why should I apologize to you? Because you laughed at me because I said that I don't eat enough potatoes because I needed more. He said potato chips. I didn't know. Like I had no idea that potassium was a potato thing. Yeah, you're welcome. That's funny. I'm the fucking smart one. And then I looked up the 13 most protein or protein potassium rich foods, and bananas weren't on the list. No, that's just what always. There you you go. think of with potassium as bananas. I'm on a floor dying from a Charlie horse. <laughs> I was upstairs in the bathroom. And I said, what causes Charlie horses? You said, lack of potassium. I, said, oh. I think. I don't know if that's true. But. I, said, I eat a lot of chips. And you were both like. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I eat a lot of chips. <laughs> both of you freaking heads. <laughs> Josh is so stupid.
He even I made fun of the way I pronounced chips. It was just funny the way you said it. I don't know why. It was. Mm-hmm. I eat a lot of chips. I eat a lot of chips. <laughs> well, that can't be right. I eat a lot of chips. <laughs> I eat a lot of sun chips. However, I do think that when you fry stuff, like I'm wiping the beer off. Takes out the out. nutrients. I had a big booger. Yeah. I think it does take all the that nutrients might. out when you fry it. Right? Isn't that why you're not Probably. supposed to fry foods? Yeah. Or is like air frying still better? Probably because like all the grease and stuff. You don't have all that oil. Dude, we did the HelloFresh. I told you about this. Mm -hmm. We did HelloFresh. Superb, dude. Yeah, I like the meals. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's the first time. I thought you had had it for, been doing that for a while. Uh, We had it, got rid of it, and then brought it back. Okay. Because don't you feel like you eat the same meals all the time if you don't have something like that? Or are you like a spontaneous Mm. cooker? I'm a spontaneous cooker. Really? You just wake up and be like, mm, I'm a veggie soup today. Yeah. Really? I just made taco soup last week, actually. <sighs> yeah. You didn't bring me none. Sorry. Wow. Thought we were supposed to be it's, best friends. It's really good, though. If I made taco soup, I'd bring you taco soup. Oh, you fucking would not. Yeah, I would. I just shows up at your house, just like, oh, I brought you some taco soup. Bye. <laughs> I would. I would. I'm that kind of friend. You'd never. I'm a ride or die friend. Okay. Well, next time you make soup, you better yeah. fucking bring some to my house. <laughs> Leaves a crock pot on your porch <laughs> with a little note. I will. And if you ever leave a okay. pan here, it will not be returned empty. Okay. That is a big thing. You can't do that. That's frowned upon. Hmm. You look like an empty pan returner. I'm just I wash it, but I ain't putting anything in it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't putting nothing in no. that. No. Huh. Or I'll Why? just keep it. <laughs> I could see that too. I, I really could see that. You just keeping the... Keeping the pan alive. Great. Anyway. Ooh, new pan. Yeah, that's cool. Dude, so I got a funny story to tell you guys. I have to come clean. Come clean. I have to come clean. <laughs> so Abby and I took the girls to school the first week, and then as we normally do, we go and get lunch. It's like our, whoo, we did it. We survived another summer. We're awesome parents. So we go out to lunch. So we went to eat lunch. We went and got Mexican food because mm-hmm. I love Mexican food. Mm-hmm. I really love taco soup. It's one of my favorite meals. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's in taco soup, Josh? What's in it? I just like to eat it. I don't like to make it. Oh, okay. Stupid ass question. <laughs> um, we go eat. <laughs> we survived another summer. The kids are in school. Mm-hmm. Okay. We decided to go to a thrift store behind the Mexican restaurant. Right. So while we're at the thrift store, we're looking at all this junk that they have at thrift stores, right? And we decided it would be funny to uh, buy weird objects at the thrift store and hide them in my mom's house. <laughs> oh, I should have known it was you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I pick out this iguana, which you guys have seen pictures of. Yes. We need to put this iguana on the Instagram page. I'll forget so somebody remind me. And Abby picks out this like little baby. Uh, is that called a sh- what's it called? A sh- cherub? Cherub. Cherub baby. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. are you laughing? What did I say wrong? What did I- <laughs> that cherub? <laughs> You're close. It's the way you said it. No. How'd I say it? Cherub. 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 <laughs> Don't have like one a- syllable when you said it. How many? Cherub. It sounds like how somebody would say cherub in like a rap rap song. Yeah. Cherub. It's a cherub. It's a cherub. Yeah. Cherub. How do you say it? Cherub. 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 Yeah. Cherub. So she got her a baby. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So I hid the iguana. <laughs> Finish the story. I hid the iguana on her uh, TV stand in some like other like leafy things that she has up there. Never found it for like two weeks. And then all of a sudden she's texting everybody like, is this one of the kids? 
I was like, my kids have never seen that before. He texts, Seth texts me. He's like, hey, did you put an iguana <laughs> at your mom's house? Yeah, and she was, was like, texting me about it. I'm like, this wasn't me. Yeah, so she thought <laughs> Seth did it. And we kept this thing going for She still had, has not found the cherub that Abby put in the uh, picture, glass picture frame yet. However, last night, she was really... <laughs> And the, the thing's broken. Like, the end of it's broken. It's a piece of shit. This thing's a terrible iguana. So, she, last night, she finally, we finally told her it was us. Because she was, like, freaking out about it. She's like, somebody broke into my house. And then they, <laughs> she thought there was a camera in it. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, it almost made my parents get divorced because she thought dad did it. And she was, like, investigating him, like, criminally, like, holding it. Like, did you put this up there? <laughs> like, shaking her head at him and stuff. And he's like, no. I, where would I get that at? <laughs> But the sticker on the bottom said where it was from and how much it was. She was like, it was a dollar ninety nine. That's really funny. Dude, it was awesome. We were crying oh laughing God. last night. But yeah, so I figured it had to be you. Why did you, why did everybody thought it was me? Who else would do that? Abby. <laughs> I just assumed they would think it was you because you like to move pictures oh, around me? Yeah. and one I had just like watched her dogs right before that mm -hmm. i placed a lot of seeds of doubt in her mind i definitely tried to make her think it was dad mm. i was like mom it's probably dad he probably just put it up there messing with you <laughs> no he didn't he said he didn't he swears he didn't <laughs> yeah so that's you funny you should we should pull that prank on your parents just start putting random things in their house i will although their house is huge i don't know they would take them forever to find it it might take them a while I don't know my mom would notice it probably i thought mine would have noticed it sooner too because she cleans so much mm -hmm. But yeah, she it scared the shit out of her. She, she's like, it's ugly. She was like uh, doing the, uh, what is that, dusting? She was dusting up there, and she's like, what the fuck is that? How long was it there before she saw it? Two weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I'm going to do it to your house. I don't have a key. Can I get a key to your house? Yeah. So she texts us this morning. She's like, just so you guys know, it's on, because she has a key to our house. She, mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't ever leave the house. Come on over. That could have tricked me, dude. So she hasn't found the other one yet. She finally found it the, as of this morning. Oh, she okay. has found it. But yeah, as of last night when we were telling her about it, she didn't even know. She's like, how much more stuff is in my house? I'm like, I don't know. Mm. 10, 15 things. I think we're going to keep doing it. We were going to keep doing it up until Christmas and then give her like a photo album full of the pictures of the stuff that we stuck in her <laughs> oh house. Oh my God, that's so funny. But, but now she's going to know it's you. So it's like not as fun. Well, she was like legitimately freaking out about this thing. So I felt like we had to tell yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before she like opens a police report or something. <laughs> I was gonna say she's about to call the cops. Yeah, but anyway, what have you guys been up to? Anything? Mm. Nothing. No. Nothing. No. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. I watched the Woodstock '99 documentary on Netflix. Did I did too. It? Yeah. Did you watch that. it? Yeah. You watched it too. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, thank God! I was hoping we could talk about this shit. Mm. Were you there? No, my sister went though. Your sister. So went. I was hoping like I could see her in the thing, but I never did. I thought no. we did talk about this at one point because I remember you talking about how your sister went and how crazy it was and. I yeah. had listened to a podcast on okay. the 99 Woodstock, but this was like a Netflix did a documentary with, uh, you watched it, with a mm -hmm. video. Mm -hmm. Dude, what a wild time, huh? Crazy. Yeah, yeah my mom wouldn't let me go. I was only like 16 or 17 at the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, based on what I see, have seen on that uh, video, I would could see why. That was probably yeah. a good Yeah, I actually asked call. my sister about it last week, and she said they left before it got like, when it started getting bad. Mm -hmm. uh oh Yeah. So they left Saturday morning because mm -hmm. it got bad Saturday afternoon, right? Yeah. Or was it Sunday? It was Saturday night, I think. That's when Limp Biscuit played. Yeah. 
what Limbiscuit? Go figure. It had to be when Limbiscuit played. <laughs> like these promoters, though, like they tried to put it on the axe. I'm like, their job was to come there and put on a good show, mm-hmm. which they did. Like you didn't have security. They were really understaffed for you sure. Took everybody's freaking water bottles and drinks, and then tried to make them buy four dollar mm-hmm. bottles of water. Yeah. And price gouge everybody. Yeah. Like it was the venue's fault that this happened, in my opinion. Well, and it was at a what a military base that was all like concrete and like it wasn't even in the grass. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But they're like, yeah, that Fred Durst, he's a real dick. <laughs> like he had one job. He did his job. You had your job and you mm-hmm. failed right. miserably. Not to mention they didn't even know the acts they were hiring to play there. Right. They're like trying to recreate this Woodstock like peace, love, and hippie vibe thing. Not with those musicians. <laughs> I mean, like freaking new metal bands. You had yeah. Corn, Limp Bizkit. What, I think Metallica played, but they weren't on the documentary for some reason. They like to sue people though, so I bet they probably were like, nah. Weren't the Foo Fighters there too? That I don't know. I, I thought if I they saw did. them like when they were reading them off in the beginning. I thought they were one of them. Maybe they did yeah, play. I can't remember. I know the big ones were like Corn, Limp Bizkit, Rage Against the Machine. Chili Peppers, they closed the show. And then, uh, what was the DJ's name? He was like uh, the EDM before EDM was big. Oh, uh, what is that dude's name? Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, mm. he like British or something. Yes. Yeah. But during his set is when the van rode mm-hmm. out in the middle of the... Yeah, and the crowd. rave hangar or whatever it was. Oh, the rave hangar. Yeah, that's where that happened. Uh, yeah. God. Would you go to that? Not that one, no. You wouldn't go? No. Now? That looked like a fucking mess. I love the people they interviewed that they had video footage of back then, and then they interviewed them again, and they were like, yeah, I'd still go back. No, no way. No, not a I'm chance. surprised more people didn't get, like, killed. Like, who were, like, down in the, like, mm. by the stage. Like, those yeah. people were crazy. How many people died? Do we know? Was it four? Was I don't know. I'm surprised it was that little. Because, like, I feel like if you had just, like, tripped and fallen, you would have been, like, trampled to death. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, they said that one guy, he was like, the whole time you're in the pit, you're just like, don't fall down. Mm-hmm. You'll be forgotten. Yeah. I'm like, be forgotten, bro. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, a rock concert, but, like, the ones I have had went to, somebody fell down, you picked them up. Yeah, not yeah. clearly not at this one. But they were saying, like, there were certain times during shows, like, the entire crowd would shift six feet at a time. Mm-hmm. And, like, this, because they couldn't move. Yeah. And there, who knows what kind of drugs they were on? And have you seen that fire festival documentary? I have not watched that. Mm-mm. You need to watch that. Is it similar or it's worse? Just, it's well, I mean, it's kind of in the realm of basically they are putting on this concert, um, bougie, like kind of villa experience mm-hmm. where you purchase it and it's like includes your airfare and like oh is this where they got ripped off and yeah. they got there and it was like tense or something yes. yeah i haven't and seen it but i've read about it it was supposed to be like gourmet cuisine and like all this and that and they like shelled out all this money for it and then like they got people there and they were just like tense no air conditioning cots on the ground yeah. cheese sandwiches and shit Stop like, it. yeah and like a bunch of the artists just dropped out last minute that we're supposed to perform at it. What's this called? Fire Festival? Fire Festival. Was it it's like, like 10 F- years ago? Yeah, it's like yeah. F-Y-R-E. Yeah. Dude, I feel like I've heard somebody talk about this before. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. Cool. I might watch it. I don't know. For some reason, I looked it up and read about it. I don't know. I must have heard someone talking about it. You got to watch it. It's fucking crazy. Who actually played? I have no idea. I don't I think it just ended up bombing. Like nothing happened even. Everyone was out there and then nobody could get home. They were just like flooded at the airport and nobody could like 
get on flights to go back home. <laughs> yeah, it was a cluster. So they were just stuck there. Where was this at? I can't even remember. Like so, like the Bahamas or something like, like Caribbean that. Oh, or Jesus. something. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamaica, maybe. I don't know one of those down yeah. there. Let me see. It was like Fire. Island. Fire with a Y? Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. It, it types in Guru. Fire Festival, fraudulent, fraudulent luxury <gasps> music festival founded by con artist Billy McFarlane and rapper Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah. And somehow like Ja Rule kind of like got out of it because he had told the dude like this isn't going to work out and stuff. Yeah. So he kind of like backed out of it like at the last minute, but still like. It was at uh, Great Exuma Island. Where do you think that is? Oh, fuck, mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't remember. The Bahamas. Okay. What year was it? Like 2010? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely going to watch this documentary. I watched it like two years or like when it first came out. Start date, April 2017. Oh, was that recent? Uh Uh-huh. Just before the vid. Pre-vid. It was pre-vid. 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 You feel like that's how we're going to describe every event from now on? That's before before COVID. Post or pre. Oh, that was way before COVID. Before COVID. That was like back in like 49 cent egg days. (laughs) You know how much eggs are? I don't know. (laughs) Outrageous, dude! Abby it's, told me I about died. It's like four dollars for an eighteen. Yes. Pack, yeah. I had no idea. Mm. It used to be like a dollar for a dozen. That is wild. To so me, that's dude. like, yeah. That's crazy. We have an egg shortage. I ate four of them this morning. I'm gonna cut back <laughs> down to three. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say because it'll make you mad. <laughs> Why? I said, maybe you do need to get those chickens. <laughs> Dude, I swear. Yeah, two little chickens in the backyard. <laughs> Stab you in the fucking they head. They can sleep in the house. I really would say don't. They're freaking dirty. dirty. They're dirty yeah. birds. Mm. Dirty, you dirty bird. Dirty bird. You dirty fucking bird. Dude, I about died. You guys almost didn't have me on here anymore. Because of a Charlie horse? No, this is before <laughs> that. Are we back to that again? <laughs> Did we already talk about that? Yeah. No, no, no. In all seriousness. So I remember I texted you. I said, the front door's unlocked. Mm-hmm. When you get here, if you're here for the next 10 minutes, just come in. I go to get in the shower. And Abby uses this like, you know, she likes all the organic bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, I, I swear to God, I think she bathes in olive oil. I don't know what it is. It's really not. It's some like natural organic lo- uh, soap. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't like foam up. It's like really oily. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You see what? where I'm going with this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've used it before. It's fine. It works. It does its job. Mm-hmm. However, I would have to envision if you put too much on your rag and it falls on the floor of the tub, someone not knowing that was there steps into the tub. You can imagine what would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was this guy. Oh, shit. I step into the tub because I'm trying to hurry because you guys are coming over, right, to hang out with me because you're my best friends and I pay you to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. So I get in the tub, <laughs> one foot, shoo, up in the air like this, okay? Other foot somehow must have got some grit, dog, like got some <laughs> grit somewhere. I don't know where. Thank God. It's I'm, the black toe. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. It dug, into the, <laughs> dug into the bottom of the tub. So my black toe mm-hmm. catches the tub. So one foot like this, whoo, right? Other toe, wait, no, fuck off, Jess. Other foot had some grip. You know how we got that for some reason we have that like bar in our shower? Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's there, but thank God it's there. I like hook my one, like Captain Hook my hand under it, okay? So I'm like one, <laughs> one foot up here. I'm hooked in here with the thing and I got the black toe digging into the porcelain. <laughs> Dude. Oh, God. 
Were you screaming? Was there yelling? Some curse words were yelled. But And you're naked. Yeah, so you got like weird stuff. <laughs> See, it makes it, it funnier. Imagine all the weird stuff hanging around, yeah. dude. What what all is hanging around? Just mostly sack. Yeah. The sacks flying back and all forth. All the weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that happened today. <laughs> Imagine like if he had fallen and had to call an ambulance. He's laying there naked in the bathtub with this fucking hook arm that around is, like, the thing. My worst fucking fear, dude, is like passing out naked somewhere and having to go like be picked up by an emergency squad. Yeah, nude. why? That would just be fucking terrible. <laughs> Do you know what a great story that would be if that's how you met your future husband, though? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, me and Stewie. I passed out naked. I felt I passed out in the shower one time. No. When I was in high school. <gasps> I was like, yeah. I was Did like you sophomore. fall? It was like one of those glass doors that mm-hmm. it just, it kind of shuts and it's kind of like suctioned. Yeah. Closed. So like if you lean up against it, it would just like open up. So I like I, I don't know if the water was too hot or what, but I passed out and I fucking fell out of the shower no. onto the floor. Yeah. And there's like a lip, you know, on the bottom of the shower. That like a The metal... shower lip, not a pussy lip. Correct. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, what lip? I mean, it's a fair question. Yes. Okay. There's a shower, like the, Thank you. there's a metal shower lip on the bottom, basically to where the door like hits and so that no water spills out of the okay. shower. But it comes up probably like two or three inches off the ground. Yes. So, of course, my leg just fucking hits that. And it's like a really sharp like metal. Did it cut you? No, but it left a huge bruise like up my leg. Anyways, I fell out onto the ground, though. Nude. Naked. Naked. Yeah. Lips and and all. And fucking (laughs) probably was out for like a minute before I like came to. Did you hit your head? I wake up to my mom over top of me like, Jessica, oh my God. (laughs) Put some clothes on. She's like, what the fuck? Because it was in her bathroom. Like she had one of those master bathrooms with like two sinks and shit. She probably heard you fall. Well, yeah, I'm sure it was like thud. (laughs) Some like laying there or whatever. And she's like, oh my God, you scared the fuck out of me. Like (laughs) this and that. She's like, I was about to call the squad and like, this and that i'm like i don't even know what happened like i don't know if the water got too hot or what like dude i still fucking went to school that day that's like, what, that's back when we had to go to school mm-hmm. she, she was like you can stay home if you want and i was like no i'm okay to go like i'm fine Fuck no i got that hot teacher i gotta go see but mm-hmm. like throughout the day my leg felt worse and worse it was like throbbing i'm like god Jesus i hope it didn't break my fucking Christ leg or something dude oh it hurt so bad you could have pulled a bob saget i could have like I don't know how I don't know if I hit my head or anything. I didn't I didn't feel like bad like mm-hmm. when I came to or anything. My leg just hurt, so I think that was the worst injury of it all. But yeah, that's so crazy that that happened to him. Like, just Bob, fall and hit yeah. your head, and that's it. It's like nuts. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Poor Bob. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, not great. That's a terrible story. Yeah. It makes me sad. Yeah. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. And your mom saw you naked. <laughs> she, I mean, yeah, it wasn't the first time, but yeah. But like, that just made Mom! me think of that. I was like, oh my God, what if the squad would have had to come? She probably would have like, covered me. She at least throw like, a, a towel, towel on you or something. <laughs> I guess this is more along the lines of if I'm like, by myself at home yeah. and something like were to happen. And then I'd really be fucked if I didn't yeah. come too. They put a paper robe on <laughs> They'd you They'd find me in my house three weeks later. That wouldn't be great. No. Mm-mm. Naked, dead. Dead. Bruised leg. 
Bree's like, wonder what happened here. <laughs> <laughs> then they do the toxicology report. They find out. Yeah. All them shrimps. <laughs> she was on. She was on mushrooms and weed. Weed. <laughs> Looks like she did a line of coke right here on the sink. Oh my god. Nice. Do your thing. Do your thing, dog. All right. Our episode. This our movie. This episode. HMC ninety eight is Insidious: The Last Key. It is our last episode for the Insidious franchise until the new one comes out. But we don't even know when that is, so I guess it doesn't really matter. I've never seen this before. I had neither. Mm-mm. I don't know why I never watched it. I just didn't. This but you have, one. Jess, right? Yes, I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had watched it before. Yes. This. I think I might surprise you guys with this one. Oh. I think, I think my mm-hmm. thoughts on this may shock you. Shocking. You may fall out of the shower later thinking about it, Jess. Fuck. God, I hope to God not. Do we need to get you a life alert? <laughs> Maybe a jitterbug. Yeah, what? <laughs> Those old people flip phones. What the hell's a jitterbug? You never heard of a jitterbug? It's an old people like phone yeah. with like giant buttons on it. Yeah. And if you like the screen's real big. Well, fuck so that. She can see. She don't need that. You just need a button to push. Or maybe if like the gravitational, uh, not gravitational, like your elevation changes dramatically, maybe something will go off. Mm. You know, like if you fall. Yeah. Get yeah. some like lasers. <laughs> so like when you fall below the laser. Boom. There you go. That sounds expensive. Whoop. That sounds really Yeah, expensive. I don't yeah. want lasers around my house pricey. either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do that. Uh, so <laughs> I think my thoughts on this movie might surprise you guys. I think it's good. You think it's good? Yeah. Wait it's better than the third one. Easy. It is. For it sure. is. You just, for yeah, sure. I agree. I agree. I agree. This yeah. may or may not be one of my favorite Insidious movies. <gasps> we'll see. I bet we'll it see. is. Our characters. Well, way to ruin it. Our characters. It is. Lynn Shea plays Elise Rainier, again, from all the other movies. Lee Wannell plays Specs. Angus Sampson plays Tucker. Kirk Acevedo. <laughs> Did I nail it, you think? I was thinking Acevedo, but I don't know. That's definitely not right. Acevedo. Acevedo. Yes, exactly. Ted Garza and Josh Stewart plays Gerald Rainier. What do I know that guy from? The dad. He plays the dad. Um, He's in uh, Terminator. The original Terminator? Or like uh, a new one? I don't fucking know which one it was. Hmm. I feel wasn't, like it has to be a newer one. Wasn't he the fucking... Uh, Christ. He looks so sad all the time. Mm-hmm. Why does he talk so slow? I feel like it had to be one of the newer ones because he'd be a lot older, I feel like. The new Nader. Yeah. Ralph Nader. Unless he was a kid on the first two. Maybe. Baby. No, I'm thinking of the wrong person. Wow. Oh. That's really disappointing. Sorry. Are you thinking of the dad from the New Pet Cemetery? He was in Terminator. Irrelevant. Anyway. Lynn Shay in this movie, Seth. Talk to me. Much better. Much better. Much better. I thought still extremely corny. Lynn Shea should not be a main character. She is corny. I don't know why. I don't know what it is with her. It's her. Could be. It's how she delivers her lines. They are pretty like stagnant. Like they're not very, there's like no emotion behind them. I have a note in here somewhere. I don't remember where it is, but it's, I said Lynn Shea feels like if we were making a movie and we needed like somebody to fill a role for us and we just was like ask our grandma to do it. (laughs) That's how she would deliver the lines. Probably. Oh, he was in The Collector. Oh, I like The Collector. And The Collection and The Collected. I, there's a Collected? He was in Dark Knight Rises. He is? Mm-hmm. Oh, he is in Dark Knight Rises. He's the guy that works for Bane. Mm-hmm. Boom. There it is. 
That's what it was from. I love how you went into detective mode for that. Mm-hmm. I have to. I had to do it. You were like real concentrated on it too. I you was. Were, you missed the whole Len Shea conversation. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on Len Shea in this specific movie? I like her a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. So did so. Yeah. I still thought she was like a grandma trying to like not a grandma. That's rude. I meant like she is like if you were making a movie and you needed somebody to fill a role, you'd ask your grandma to do that. That's how yeah. I feel like she acts. The, uh, well, and obviously, like you get her whole like backstory, which I, I just do yeah. like. That's why really I think I fucking like her. Sad. Yeah. Yes. But um, yeah, I thought I thought she was really good in this one. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I still think Specs and Tucker take the show. I am they're in this the whole time, which I really enjoy, which I think is why I liked it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at first I thought they weren't going to go with her. I was like, oh. Yeah. Tucker's voice, though, man. Where do you think that voice comes from? Hmm. He's like real deep talking. Yeah. 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 I think it's mm. hilarious. They're just, they're really funny. Like yeah. you can tell they put these like comedic undertones. He eats a lot of sweets. Especially them with the two girls. Mm-hmm. Like that funny. was hilarious. That oh, was yeah. funny. Uh, director is Adam Robitel. Writer is Lee Wanell. Jess, would you like to read the synopsis? You got a stand? No. <laughs> <laughs> Parapsychologist Dr. Elise Rainier faces her most fearsome and personal haunting yet as she is drawn back to her ghostly childhood home where the terror all began. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. I felt moved. <laughs> I was glad my bottom belly didn't fall out my shirt. Damn it. <laughs> what? Every time I take a drink, uh, I know you got to say something like I'm bottom belly. <laughs> My bottom belly. <laughs> you were sitting around watching TV and you like feel a breeze and you look down and your shirt rolled up and your bottom belly's hanging out. Your <laughs> belly's hanging out, bud. <laughs> yeah, it was you. That was a fucking asshole move, too. What a dick. Wow. Out of everybody. Scene one, opening <laughs> scene. The movie opens to a young Elise Rainier living in Five Keys, New Mexico with her parents, Audrey, Gerald, and younger brother Christian. We see the power surge in the house as Christian says another person was fried at the prison near their house where their father works. Elise is able to tell them who the person was and why they were just killed. Later, Elise and Christian encounter a ghost in their bedroom. Frightened, Christian looks for a whistle that their mother gave him to call for help but cannot find it. We see behind him the spirit has the whistle blowing it loudly. Gerald runs in furious, canes Elise on the back, and locks her in the basement of the home. After the generator takes a crap, Elise is spoken to by spirits behind a mysterious door. She opens the door and is briefly possessed by a demonic spirit with long fingers. Her mother, Audrey, hears her screams and runs to help her, but is hung to death by the spirit as Elise is possessed. Great opening scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fantastic. The girl that the little girl that plays Elise, I should have wrote her on here. Damn me for not doing it. She was great. Yeah, she, she was, was good. Creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. Like I, how they were so into the executions. They were mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just another one. I wonder what they did or whatever. And then so, she like knew all that information. Yeah. Right. The dad works at the prison, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he the prison warden or he just works there? I feel like he has to be if they're in that like big house like at the prison yeah that he would have to be the warden i thought was weird because it's like the house is on the prison grounds it Mm -hmm. seems like Mm -hmm. yeah okay i thought the same this kid is creepy as hell dude and that scene where so the uh elise and her brother christian they go to their bedroom to go to bed and then like you you see that the mom is really like comforting for Mm -hmm. elise it almost makes you wonder if maybe she had some visions or something i bet she did yeah you think so yeah I agree with you because I think that's why the dad is so against it. 
Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like he went through it with the mom already and doesn't want to have to deal with it with her. But why does he think like beating her is going to change anything? Right? Don't you feel like that's how people acted back then? Probably. Yeah. But like, Lock that's him not... away. Just put yeah. him, you know, put him in the basement and shit. That's fucked up. That bunk bed thing was creepy though, where she's like <laughs> looking up at the bottom of it. It's moving. Yes. It's like, that is creepy. Don't look up there. Well, and her <laughs> yeah. brother, it's so the go, the spirit that's in the room with them is mm-hmm. talking to her, but she, it's whispering. So mm-hmm. she thinks it's her brother. Right. And then she looks out of her bunk bed because she sitting, has yeah. like a cut. What is that? Is like, like a curtain? Like something? a curtain, yeah. yeah. And he's asleep in the chair. So mm-hmm. she realizes the thing moving up on top of the bunk bed is not yeah. her brother, right? I'd be yeah. out of there real fast. <laughs> Same. I yeah. just kept waiting for something to grab her like from above mm-hmm. and then she stands up and looks at the top of the bunk bed and there's nothing there but I was like waiting for it because mm-hmm. she like smacks the bunk bed right yeah yeah fucked up the whistle got me the jump scare the whistle. what a dick move by that ghost though I yeah. know it was very Rude. similar to chapter three how they're looking for Quinn in the closet mm-hmm. and she's looking through mm-hmm. the closet for the ghost yes and then it's not there always in a fucking closet yeah yeah and then you see the brother in the bunk bed and the ghost is behind. Do you see the ghost's face when he blows the whistle? I didn't notice. I don't remember. I don't think so. I think you just see the whistle, don't you? That's, that's probably right. Yeah, then the dad comes. That's that's freaking almost as... You haven't seen the black phone, right? Uh-uh. There's a similar but worse scene in the black phone, in my opinion. You can disagree mm-hmm. if you want, but it's like... I don't like to watch stuff like that. No. But then I do like that later you see Elisa's back and it's like all beat up mm-hmm. like from where he had been doing that for a long time yeah. but this basement's fucking huge i agree the whole yeah. house is huge and why are there these wires hanging down like i d- was wondering what those were for which wires the one that she gets hung with they're like electrical wires yeah, hanging down are. not connected to anything oh were they hanging down or did it get cut they were hanging there yeah, oh i don't hanging. know there's a bunch of them, so I just thought that was weird. I also thought later in the movie, and I don't think that it, this ever happens, but I, th- I think that house is connected to that prison somehow. That's what I thought was yeah. behind the door. I thought it was like a tunnel to the prison, but it was a fallout shelter. But that's how I took it too, just because yeah. they end up in that. I watched this movie with my mom, so okay. she was like, "Of course, throughout all of it, like." So why is this happening? <laughs> Who is this so person? is that connected to this? Like, uh-huh. and I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sakes! And I'm like trying to take notes, but shut up and watch it, mom. <laughs> it was fun to watch it with her, though. At the same time, uh, that hand was disgusting when it came around the door. <laughs> yes, like, oh, yes. Yeah, with the, rose. the fingers. Yes. Uh, I honestly, the whole time I was thinking it was going to end up being the uh, lipstick demon because um, of the hands yeah because remember in Insidious 1 he's grinding his fingernails yes. I was like that's that is going to be the younger version of that lipstick demon yeah that's not what happens but I kind of thought that's what it was going to be yeah which maybe it was because you really never find out what that thing is either right no yeah but I really did like the scene with the kids being like tormented by the spirit it's just like ugh yeah Scene two, Elise and the boys. Decades later in California in 2010, Elise works as a paranormal investigator with her colleagues, Specs and Tucker. A man named Ted Garza calls, saying he's been experiencing paranormal activities at his house. Realizing it's her childhood home, Elise, in typical Elise fashion, says that she cannot help him. So she ultimately um, decides to help him anyway on her own. Says, Specs, Tucker, you can't come, but they refuse to let her go alone. We see that Ted has barricaded rooms of the house shut due to hearing voices inside the rooms. While investigating, she finds Christian's lost whistle, but is 
it disappears again after she encounters a female spirit. Elise tells Specs and Tucker that she had seen the spirit before when she was a young girl. Elise and Christian were cleaning the hallway floor when Elise saw the girl in the laundry room. Christian wouldn't look, but her father looks in and tells her that there's nothing there. She's making things up again. Elise had fled the house in fear of another beating from her father, abandoning Christian to live with the dad by himself. Okay, so Seth, you were happy that Specs and, and Tucker decided to go with her. Yeah, because with the first one, she's like, I have to do this alone. I'm like, oh, they're not going to be in this? <laughs> like, I was a little worried myself. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Dude, as soon as I saw this Ted Garza guy, I was like, this guy's not good. Yeah. You had the same feeling? Yeah, you can just tell. He's just a fucking bad seed. I was like, anybody that wears their hat like that is not a good dude. Well, he's clearly, like, drunk or something. Did you think he was drunk? Seemed like it. I don't know. I just didn't. I, just, I was like, nah, so yeah. off. I almost yeah. wondered if he wasn't really there, if maybe he was a spirit. Mm. But we find out later what's going on. But um, this is where I have the note, Seth. I said, I'm not going to lie. Lynn Shea kills me at times because her acting is so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I still can't sometimes get the there's something about Mary out of my head and her being in that movie. I cannot believe I never realized that was her until you told yeah, me I didn't in the either. cabin. Yeah. yeah, I didn't either. I honestly can't think of much of anything else I've seen her in other than that. In this? In this. In the Insidious series. Like, I don't... Uh, isn't she in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? I think that's what she's famous Maybe. for. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think she's been in a ton of horror movies, just not like main roles, uh, which I think is good for her. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. should not be... Like, she works great as like... Working with Rose Byrne and uh, Patrick Wilson, mm-hmm. right? Like, what is that? A supporting, yeah, supporting actress. role, precisely. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, I love that we're getting a backstory because I find this character extremely interesting. Yeah, I almost wonder if we could recast her. Is that bad? Should we not do that? Probably not. But it is really sad to think about how shitty her childhood was. But mm-hmm. then, yeah. then you think later in life that her husband kills himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. And she wow. still goes on to, but it makes sense why she still goes on to help people, especially seeing how her childhood was. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because her childhood was so shitty. Yeah. And then her husband kills himself. And mm-hmm. then ultimately she ends up getting killed by one of the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Right. Spirits. The spirit inside of the body of a guy that she's trying to help. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, how sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor Elise. Okay. We're not going to recast her. I feel bad. <laughs> At least there weren't any weird like uh, over overdub voices like in Insidious too. Yeah, that was terrible. Scene three: <laughs> She's a psychic and we're sidekicks. Elise Tucker and Specs go to the local diner where they happen to come across Melissa and Imogen, Christian's daughter. So these are Elise's nieces. <laughs> <laughs> Elise's nieces. Elise's nieces. I literally just came up with that. Mm. Great. Christian arrives, still furious at Elise for abandoning him as a child, so much so he didn't even tell the girls about Elise. Uh, Hoping to repair their relationship, Elise hands Melissa a photo of the whistle, telling her to show it to Christian. Back at Ted's house, Elise and Tucker discover a hidden room in the basement of the house. Guided by the female spirit, they discover a young woman being held prisoner inside of the room. Upon first finding the girl, they uh, they think she's a ghost until finally realizing that she was a real girl being held captive by Ted. Ted reveals that he is responsible for locking the uh, group in and try... I'm sorry. He reveals that he is responsible. He locks the group inside of the cell with the girl and tries to kill Specs, who's upstairs. Specs kills Ted by smashing his head with a huge cabinet violently. 
freaking awesome kill when he smashes yeah. the cabinet on him because mm-hmm. he hits him with something and then he smashes him with that cabinet and I was like, holy hell. Yeah. Like, wow. But this twist was really, yeah. really good. That it was an actual person in there. Dude, that like, I was not expecting that at all. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I remember the first time seeing it and being like, holy fucking shit. I did not see that coming. Me either. Especially whenever um, Elise is shining the flashlight on her and she keeps like moving or it's like she's still when she shines a flashlight on her, she's standing still. Yeah. And then she looks at something else in the room because we think it's a spirit. Right. And moves the flashlight back to her and she's in a different position but still trying to block the light. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense because she's been locked in the cellar and her mm-hmm. eyes are probably screwed up and the light is hurting her eyes. Yeah. But it was like But I was not expecting that. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the weird thing is like Tucker could see it. So it's like, oh, now he can see ghosts. And then like two seconds later, he's like, oh, that's not a ghost. <laughs> right. I was like, wow. Yeah, that was a good. At yeah. this point, since good. this was your first viewing also, did you connect the dots for what we find out later? Mm-mm. I didn't either. Not yet. Because even when that is revealed, I was like, holy shit. Oh, the flashback of it. When, when, it you, was, yeah. when you find out what happens in that actual flashback. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't I see. I was like, oh. Even at this point, I didn't connect the dots. Uh-uh. Mm. No. Dude, that's some good writing. Yeah. Lee Wan. I do like that um, they're in like ties now. I yeah. forgot to mention that earlier where yeah. she made him dress up in ties and he's like eating an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Fucking kid. Well, and even like in the last one, they were like, well, what would you have us wear? Mm-hmm. You know, and she was yeah. like, oh, like a nice shirt and tie. Did you find this diner scene weird? Like almost weirdly out of place? It was kind of odd. Yeah, and the whole thing just with her brother, like I-, I wasn't a big fan of him. Yeah. No. Like, come on, dude. She kind of like had no choice but to leave home. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it does suck that she left him there right. with the abusive mm-hmm. dad. But I can't take that actor seriously because he's in the first X-Men movie and he's oh. the senator that they turn into like the, the water. He just like explodes yeah. into water. And I've never been able to take that guy seriously ever <laughs> since that first X-Men movie. Yeah. But so I didn't like him right out of the gate anyway. It's just like I can't stand when somebody doesn't want to like sit and listen to at least what she wanted to say. Yeah, where they're you like, no, I mean? don't talk to me. I don't want to hear anything. She, yeah, he just yeah. fucking zooms out of there. Like, really, dude? Come on. Yeah. Well, I also wonder, though, if it's because he feels stupid because his daughters just found out he has a sister that they were never right. told Maybe. about. Didn't know about. And yeah. obviously, Imogen, which we find out here in a minute, Imogen is having the same things that Elise was having. Yeah. She's so, like a medium. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So if it were like, what would that be to me? Like, Okay, so let's say one of my daughters was having that happen where they were having these visions. And my sister, when we were kids, was able, had the same thing going on. But I never told her that I had a sister. Mm-hmm. Like, I would expect her to be mad at me because that's somebody she could have talked to about what she's going right. through. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So he, like, took that from her. So yeah. I wonder yeah. how much of that was not so much. Yeah, he was mad. They played it as he was mad at her for leaving. But I also wonder how much of it was him feeling stupid. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole scene was weird, especially when like they go outside and he left, but the girls are still there. It's like right. I don't know. It yeah. just felt odd. I agree. I think the whole thing was like weird. it was almost like they filmed it and it was supposed to be in a different section of the movie, and then they put it in that section of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was just weird. But Tucker and Specs were hilarious. They were hitting on as soon as mm. they see the girls are like hitting on. I thought that oh, was yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was it was odd. Um, yeah, this is where I also had that, like, that Ted, Ted, as soon as I saw him, like, I knew he was a bad dude. Oh, yeah. Like, there was just something weird. He just, yeah, something was off about him. Scene four. 
meet Keyface. After police clear the house, Christian and his daughters go inside to find his whistle. Melissa is attacked by the demon from Elisa's past known as Keyface. Keyface sends her into a coma by cutting her with his long fingers, inserting a key-shaped finger into her body and turning it. Her consciousness now stuck in the spirit realm of the further. Christian goes to the hospital with Melissa and Imogen stays with Elise to help save her sister's spirit, telling Elise that she too has powers and sees things. Elise and Tucker research the house, discovering hidden suitcases and a large pipe in the basement, which contained belongings of numerous other women who had been held prisoner. Elise finds a suitcase that contains items of the spirit girl that Elise saw in the laundry room as a kid, realizing that the girl wasn't actually a spirit, but was a real person that she had seen. Elise realizes that, like Ted, her father, Gerald, had also kidnapped women and held them in, in the secret room. The woman she saw was a girl who was later killed by her dad, Gerald. In the present, Elise is ambushed by Keyface and her spirit <coughs> taken into the further. This was another fantastic twist, in my opinion. Yeah, I was not expecting this one either. Me either. When it was revealed, I was like, holy shit. When we like do the flashback and it was she was actually in the laundry room. Yeah. yeah. I was and like, if, oh. If Christian, <laughs> the dumbass brother, had just looked in the laundry mm-hmm. room like she wanted him to, they could have figured this whole thing out. Right. But then we wouldn't have a movie. But she really did look <laughs> like true. a fucking ghost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she She'd was be so, so pale. Like, and, yeah, yeah. She's pale not in the sun. And, like, you know, black and blue looking. Like the crazy thing is, and I didn't mention this, but like when they first get there, that ghost spirit is whispering, help her. Yeah. To Elise. Yeah. And Abby, which is a good point. Abby was like, who is she saying to help? Do you think that Christian is doing something to one of his daughters? And that's who she's trying to get her to help. And I, I also thought that would be an interesting twist. Mm. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah. That's obviously not the direction they went, but it was like. Like if he was like the kind of like supposed to be possessed or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right, because Imogen, or maybe he's not letting Imogen, like he, just how their dad treated Elise. Right, exactly. Interesting. That was kind of neat how the keys like turn off like. Yeah. The voice. That was like, that's one of my favorite things about it. I was like, that's kind of different. I had to rewind it because I was like, what are these, because it was the finger, right? Yeah, like stuck in her throat and turned off her screaming. It's like you could turn off the screaming and like their consciousness basically. Yeah. Okay. Because then it like put her in a coma. Yeah. Right. But the thing to note is at the beginning of the movie when uh, her dad locks her in the basement, at least when her dad locks her, Elise in the basement, she gets the key and opens that door mm-hmm. and then drops the key. And then that figure, that ghost, grabs the key and you see the key become part of its hand, mm-hmm. which is what you see later because it's doing it with like its finger, I think, right? Yeah, it's its finger. It's yeah. so creepy looking. And the scene with the briefcases when she was in that vent with like the jump scare teases, like every time she like shut a lid, you're yes. like, and that comes out of the yes. suitcase. <laughs> I was like, that was good. Yeah, that part was good too. So what is that? It's a fan blowing into a pipe. Well, it was a fallout shelter, they say somewhere. So it had to be like the ventilation shaft. Okay. You know, like if you were stuck in there after an atomic bomb or whatever. Gotcha. So I assume it went outside somewhere. Okay. Or used to, I don't know. So many freaking suitcases. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, because you just see the one initially. Yeah. Elise crawls in. And then you like turn the corner and it's like, they're all like fucking stacked yeah. back there. Like, Jesus Christ. It's like, oh man. But that was good jump scare teasing. It was. Because you're was. like waiting for it. Then it comes out of it, yeah. out of the briefcase. And yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> ah! I yelled, I'm sure. <laughs> I think this might be the best storyline out of all the Insidious movies. It's, it's good. really good. Yeah, it's there's so much more of like a twist. Like mm-hmm. yes, there's twists in the first, like the first second one, but not like this. Yeah. 
it would be interesting to see if they did more of these um, Elise backstories that were like she's because obviously she's had I don't know if they're visions or what are were being visited by spirits from the prison because she knew the person's mm-hmm. name what they did yeah. yep. it said it'd be interesting to see if, if what they did with that if they ever mm-hmm. decide to go that route because I think that'd be interesting mm-hmm. I find it more interesting than the Lambert storyline to be honest yeah yeah I mean there's a lot more twist in this for sure than yeah no, the twists for the the twists in the storytelling are the best part of this movie mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, scene five: Imogen has powers too. Imogen, who possesses the abilities like Elise, enters the further and is led by Anna's ghost into a prison realm where Keyface is holding all of the souls he has taken, including Melissa and Elise. Elise realizes Keyface has been controlling both Gerald and Ted and feeds on the fear and hatred generated by the women they've kidnapped. Keyface tries to coerce Elise into hurting her father's spirit as revenge for what he's done. Elise starts beating Gerald but is stopped by Imogen and refuses to feed Keyface any more hatred. Keyface uh, attacks Elise, but Gerald saves her before he is stabbed by Keyface, his spirit vanishing. Keyface stabs Melissa, causing her physical body to start dying back at the hospital. He attempts to possess Elise, but she blows Christian's whistle, and Audrey's spirit, that's their mother, arrives vanquishing Keyface. Rushing to get her spirit back to her body, they open a door and see a young boy, Dalton Lambert, from Insidious 1 and 2. Realizing they opened the wrong door, they leave the door open and find Melissa. Melissa's spirit returns to her body in the real world, saving her life. Elise makes amends with her mother's spirit, and she and Imogen return to the real world and reunite with Christian, who forgives Elise. Okay, a lot going on here, but... Another um, good twist. Yeah. Which part? Where we find out that the demon's actually controlling her father... Yes, yes. Yeah, that was yes. another good, like, oh, okay. It makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah. And then you see her dad, like, save her, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is trying to, like, justify his character, but still, the guy I, was kind of a dick. Again, super sad, I thought. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, obviously, he's just been possessed all this time. Mm-hmm. Locked down, you know, his spirit's, like, locked down there. Like, yeah. Sucked. I loved when her mom came back, too. Yeah. It's touching. Mm. Yeah. Well, it also makes you wonder if the dad was so mean to Elise because he was being possessed by the demon who doesn't want the dad to get caught obviously he's feeding off the fear of the women that the dad's hiding right yeah probably and she could probably have helped <clears throat> right if she could have used her gift and stuff more exactly yeah. Yeah. so really it wasn't even the dad being mad about the powers it was the fact that it was the demon controlling the dad mm-hmm. didn't yeah. want at least to figure it out yeah so that's the twist within a twist yeah <laughs> yeah double twist and how fucking creepy he looked like in all these scenes when they're like down there and he's like, you know, they're all in their like, well, whatever, jail cells, jail cells. I yeah. guess. Just looked so fucking creepy and like tall, like lanky. Mm-hmm. Like, it was gross. Oh, he was so fucking scary <laughs> yeah. looking. His face. Like, yeah. I felt like he kind of topped like most of the like creature, like demons throughout this series. You think this demon was creepier than the man that can't breathe in three? I Yeah. Yeah, he was scarier. Yeah, I do. Because the man that can't breathe still looked like a person. Yeah. yeah. This didn't. Okay. Yeah. This was just a straight up like monster. Like, do you think demon. it's scarier than the lipstick demon from one? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was scary the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then after that, it wasn't so scary to me anymore. Okay. But this dude still fucking creeped me out. Like, yeah. yeah. I agree. I like this one. I just think that me personally, I think I like the man that can't breathe better. Mm-hmm. I think as far as scariness or just just the overall look uh, like I like the way this 
thing looked. I just think I liked the other one just mm-hmm. better. Just my personal preference. Yeah. But I agree with you. It's definitely creepy. I think it's that thing, like you say, like with the creeper, like from Jeepers Creepers, like they when they didn't show him as much, it was creepier. Mm, and like yeah. this, I don't, I don't feel like they showed him a ton until yeah. like the end. Like they That's would just true. show his hands and stuff like that. They never got like a full view until the yeah. jail cell area. Which was a great, that was a, an awesome scene. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like that they have Imogen kind of, cause we've seen Elise do this f- four times now. Right. Where yeah. she goes into the further and saves everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought it was cool that you get to see the other one. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of gave it a refresh from, like just like you said, should they recast her? <laughs> right. This kind of helped and like had somebody else like doing it. Yeah. Would be interesting also to see if they could take a storyline with Imogen and do like her own yeah thing. Maybe. Um, I do have a couple nitpicks though. Of course. So in Insidious One, if you remember, if you remember, to get the spirit back into the body, they had to find the body in the real world. Because remember, they were out, they left the Lambert house, and then they were like running out in the foggy world, mm-hmm. and then they had to find whatever yeah. house, the mom's yeah. house. How did they go from being in this prison basement to the hospital to put Melissa's spirit back in her body? I don't know. They didn't. Yeah. They just like ran upstairs, and all of a sudden they were at the hospital. I was yeah. like, well, that seems like a little bit of a plot hole. Yeah, I agree. We don't understand the further, so we're just supposed to I feel like we have not pretty, question it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they want. But I feel like we have a pretty good indication of how the further works, and that is not how it works. I mean, they no. probably just didn't want to do a whole scene with them wandering around trying to get to the hospital, I'm guessing. I'm sure. And that was actually, like, one of my only things was I felt like this movie was very long. Mm. Already. Yeah, it was, it was already getting long. I feel like they probably couldn't fit that part in. Okay. I really wouldn't have added anything to it. Yeah. That's true. But it would have been the same throughout all the movies. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I was just like, wait a minute. Or maybe they know? figured by now we know how it works, and it's just we're just supposed to assume that they. That's true. Yeah. Found it. One other question: They open that door, and Dalton Lambert, the boy from Insidious One and Two, is behind the door. They don't shut the door. So because they didn't shut that door, is that why all that crap happened to Dalton? Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yep. Should have closed the damn door. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Yep. Because then doesn't, well, I don't know if you've got to that part yet, but Lorraine ends up calling Elise at the end. At the end, yeah. yeah. So that's how I took it that, yeah, they left that fucking door open and that's what caused it. So it's it was Elise's fault mm-hmm. Insidious 1 and 2 happened. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So she just had to go clean up her mess, basically. She wasn't sloppy as fuck. You know what I always say, <laughs> Seth? If you don't have time to do it right the first time, you're going to have mm-hmm. to make time later to do it. A she was irresponsible. That's what she was yeah. with her furthering skills. We'll yeah. blame it on Imogen. <laughs> we'll blame skills. it on Imogen because she's new. Yeah. yeah. So really, it was Imogen's fault. Yeah. And she didn't even show up and wanted to to help. No. Right? Where the hell was she? <laughs> fuck Imogen. Yeah, this it- one's going down a few ticks. <laughs> it is. Did you, want, did you have something else you want to say? No. I thought you were starting a thought. Mm-mm. Do you like that name, Imogen? I um, don't. Like, I could not figure out how to spell it, and, like, spell check wouldn't correct it. I had to, like, Google it. I'm like, how do you spell defi- this damn name? It's definitely an older name. Yeah, I don't like it. It's, it's, an, old, it's an old I name. guess I've never really thought about it. I don't dislike it. I think it just looks weird on a young person. I don't know why. People, it's it became popular again, did I it? feel like. Mm. So people are naming, that's, like, another popular name now. Hmm. Imogen. Imogen. Poots. 
That's not a nice name. No. Like they did her bad. Yeah. yeah that Imogen sucks. Poots. That sucks. It makes me think of like Imagine Poop. <laughs> Imagine Poop. She's in that new, that Josh Brolin show um, with the hole in the ground. What the fuck is it called? Oh, uh, yeah. I watched it. Brain did, fart. You, did you finish it? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? I don't know. I, so I think I, it's got potential. We'll just have to see how the second season goes. I like how it started. It got really weird in the middle. I lost me at the end. And then the twist at the end grabbed me back. Yeah. In. I think so. it could be good. I'm just interested to see where they like, where they take it. Mm. What is it called? Um, I can't remember. Uh, can't out, outer, outer range. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. When we went to see Nope, me, you and Tyler were sitting there mm-hmm. and he asked me the name of the actress in, uh, sheesh. I forget. But I said, oh, her name's Imogen Poots. And he said, that's not a name. Imogen? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so if that answers your question about the name, yeah, he didn't even think it was a real name. That's so. hilarious. I've heard the name. I just, it's not like real common. <laughs> it's not a name. I can't believe how popular the names Lucy and Charlotte are right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We have a ton of them. Like we named yeah. them that not knowing that it was, but it's like Abby's at school now. And it's like, she's like, there's so many. Mm-hmm. It's like, gosh, we're unoriginal. I guess uh, you could shorten and go by Jen or Emma. <laughs> Emma wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Emma. Or M. M O. M is cute. You go by Dido just because it's cool. No. <laughs> scene God. six, the final scene. In her sleep, Elise has a dream about Dalton and a red-faced demon. She awakens and receives a call from Lorraine. Elise had helped her son years earlier, and now her grandson Dalton needs the same help, which Elise agrees to provide. I was confused because Elise never agrees to provide help right out of the gate. She always says no. But she knew she fucked up. She knew it. She left that door open. She was sloppy, irresponsible. And I'm not happy about it. Yep. I'm not happy about it at all. That happened. So that obviously leads to the events of Insidious 1, which we already did an episode on. Yeah. Go listen to it. Long ago. And we did an Insidious recap. Go listen to that too. The end. Bye. Anything you guys want to say here? Anything, anything about that last set of scenes there? Oh, no. I just had mm-hmm. my funny story I was going to tell you. Go for it. So after the movie was over, I, like I said, my mom sat and watched it with me. And we were just talking about the movie. And, you know, she was like, she had a lot of questions. And we were going over stuff. And all of a sudden, my fucking cat, like, reached down and, like, had its paw, like, on the corner of her shoulder. And she fucking jumped off of the couch. Like, Stop fucking, it. like, dove off of the couch <laughs> and looked at me. And she was like, oh, my fucking God. I thought that fucking key master was getting me. <laughs> key master. <laughs> she called him the key master. Oh, shit, dude. Oh like, I was, like, rolling. Oh, dude. You should have told me that first and we could have called him the <laughs> key, key master the whole time. That sounds like an 80s horror movie. Oh, key master. Shit. That is a movie, isn't it? I don't I know, is dying. it? Isn't that the Macaulay Culkin movie, The Key Master? Page Master. Page Master. Which oh, is a good a movie. Great movie yeah. I've never seen it. <gasps> I'm lying, I've seen it. I actually read the book as a kid. I read the book before I saw the movie. Wow. I have it on VHS if you want to borrow it. You liked it before <laughs> it was cool. No, no, no. The book I think the book came out after the movie. Oh. But I read it for it was it was one of those things. Cool. You remember the book fair at school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The scholastic yeah. book fair. Yeah, Abby told me they don't do that anymore. <gasps> That's sad. With the yeah. little like magazine you pick books out of and then they'd show up like two months later. <laughs> oh, they used to like actually bring in like a lot of books. Same. Yeah. Same. You'd walk down it like mm. your class had a specific yeah. time they went down. Like once a year. I got a Sarah Michelle Geller book once. Oh. It was cool. I, I got the page master. 
I wonder why they don't do that anymore. I remember getting some goosebumps. They had like posters and stuff you could mm-hmm. get too. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. I got a Scotty Pippen book once. I'd always get the bookmarks that were like holographic or whatever, mm. where you like moved them and they like changed. That'd be figures. cool. Yeah. Well, you had to get a bookmark because you like run out of money, right? You have like five bucks, right? You like two mm. bucks for like f- two for four or whatever, and then you have like a dollar. I can't get another book for a dollar. Right. I got to get a bookmark. Some erasers. Did you get the erasers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Erasers. I got all kinds of shit. Just calm down. Nobody's charity. questioning your. <laughs> know, she's like justifying what she bought at the book fair twenty years ago. God. All right, Page Master Seth. <laughs> Fun facts with Seth. Early in the movie, when the kids are going to bed, you can see a doll on top of the bookshelf. The doll looks just like Sinister, 2012. Oh. Really? I didn't notice it. Are the movies connected somehow? It doesn't say any more than that. Intriguing. Hmm. Uh, as of the fourth installment, there are five characters with the ability to astral project into the further. Elise, Josh, Dalton, Carl, and Imogen. Quinn Brenner and Melissa Rainier appear in the further, but only as a result of their soul being separated from their physical body. Mm. Interesting. Adam Robitaille's second horror feature film following the taking of Debbie Logan. What? Snap. We got to do that soon. (laughs) I know. We keep talking about it. We never do it. That so the the director of this was also the director of Debbie Logan. Mm-hmm. No kidding. That's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, Dude, Debbie got, Logan is so good. That's I know. like an underrated. I haven't movie. seen it since we watched it. I've watched it once. I didn't think it was as good as you guys did. Oh my god, I fucking love it. I mean, we were drinking, so maybe we were like, "This is so good." <laughs> I think you remember the end of the movie being shocking, and therefore you think the whole movie's good. I bet you will be drastically surprised at how slow that movie is. I know the end of it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. I felt like there was so much of it that was shocking. I do it. I don't. I wouldn't mind doing it. We we talk about it every episode. We're gonna do it. Damn it! For God's sakes, we call her Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, yeah, we're like friends with her. We should do the damn movie. Why wouldn't we? Now, we already kind of know this. Although the film it was filmed in California, the movie takes place in New Mexico. Uh, when Lee Wanell's character finds the vintage magazine, the back cover shows an ad for some novelty glasses called Hypnospecs. Specs Ooh. is the character's moniker. At around 13 minutes early in the movie, Keyface tells, I'm sorry, Keymaster tells young Elise. (laughs) Get it right. He needs her to open all the doors. Later, at around an hour and a half, while trying to leave the further, she opens a red door revealing Dalton and leaves it open, which is how the lipstick-faced demon crosses over. Say that again? When trying to leave the further, she opens a red door revealing Dalton and leaves Uh it open, which is how the lipstick-faced demon crosses over. Which is what we were talking about. Yeah. They left the door open. So the demon followed her there? The demon... I don't get it. The demon's with Dalton or the demon is with... The demon's in the further and it gets Dalton because yeah, the door's, the door's yeah, open. So stupid. Okay. Uh, this is the first Insidious <laughs> film to feature human killers. Gerald Rayner and Ted Garza. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that twist a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the key face demon, much like the series, other inhumane, inhuman spirit, the lipstick face demon exists only to cause pain and death to others. Uh, intends possession. Wait, this doesn't make sense. That's fine. Just keep reading. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. I'll skip it. The town where the majority of the film takes place is called Five Keys, New Mexico. The demon in the film has five keys for fingers. <laughs> And that is it. There weren't a lot so of crazy. weren't a lot of trivia for this movie for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a very popular movie for some reason. I thought it was really. good. It was good. I envision we are probably going to like it more than other people. 
I'm sure. All right, let's do some HMC favors. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Uh, there are so many good parts, but I just I really like Elise's whole backstory. Obviously, it's super sad, but it was it was good to see like what she came from. Um, and then seeing the key face um, put like the lock into like the victims' throats mm-hmm. and stuff to basically stop them from speaking or like you know their consciousness and whatnot. Those were just like some of my favorite things, favorite scenes. These are a few of my favorite things. Or I guess I should have said like basically the whole beginning scene. That's like one of my favorites of the backstory. Oh, I just said all of the backstory, but yeah. Jesus Christ. Are you done? Okay. <laughs> wow. I don't want to hear it. Long winder. I'm just, <laughs> that's my new nickname. Long winder. <laughs> like airbender. I'll be long winder. Long winder. <laughs> Sounds like a guy that does like a really long fart. <laughs> All of his far too long. <laughs> he can't just rip one real quick. Just goes on for like 30 seconds. God damn it, Benny. Stop winder. it with them long winders. <laughs> Speaking of long winders, go ahead. Uh, I like the briefcase scene, obviously. Mm-hmm. That was really well done, I think, yeah. with the fake jump scares. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention it earlier, but the scene where they're looking for the spirit and like the sound, the audio is like through the microphone, mm-hmm. like how we're hearing it. I thought that yes. was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like that was a neat, it was kind of yeah. creepy. And I like the bunk bed scene the bunk bed that really kind of creeped me out yeah i agree the opening scene in this movie i thought is done very very well and then i also like the scene where they're in the pipe with the suitcases yeah um and then i also like the scene at the end where the you see uh imogen fight the key master (laughs) we're just gonna call him that now the key master (laughs) but like i do think that that whole thing was really well done I just wish I wasn't nitpicking the fact that it, they should not have been able to get Melissa to her body that fast. Right, right. But yeah. they had to wrap me. it up. Well, like, <laughs> like, right, sure. But I also wonder if I hadn't just watched all these movies back to back to back, if I would have even realized that. Probably not. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, we're not doing a favorite kill. Thing you liked most about the movie, yes. I just thought Keyface was so fucking creepy. Um, I mean, that was a big part of it for me. Uh, the whole house, just like how ominous it was and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, or I guess the basement area, they were in the basement more than anything. Um, I loved that whole jail mm-hmm. scene sequence. I just thought that was fucking awesome. And the twists. The twist. Yeah, it was a twist for me. Yeah. A multiple twist. Yeah. Just like not even expecting that at all. Same for me. The twist is my f- absolute favorite part. Of mm-hmm. I think the writing in this movie is really great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Storyline wise, good. some of the delivery of the <laughs> written lines are <laughs> yeah. not that great. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the story for me is what is what did it for this one. Um, and how it's like a, these, they just keep peeling back layers, and you're learning mm-hmm. more and more about it. Yeah. Um, thing you didn't like, Jess? Um, I just a bit long. That mm-hmm. was my biggest thing. But um, Elisa's acting again wasn't great. Yeah, and I didn't like that weird diner scene. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The diner scene I did not like. I thought it was we could have done without it. However, I don't know how you introduce Imogen and that. Yeah, it was just out of place. I agree. It felt weird. And it was like bright and sunny, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Maybe here? that's what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think Tucker and Specs do good in that scene yeah. and like making yeah. it not as awkward. Had it yeah. been like a gray rainy day or something, it probably wouldn't have felt so weird. Right. Yeah, it was like a sunny, yeah. nice-ass day. Like it's had a bunch of scary <laughs> shit. Now it's a bright, sunny day to die I think here. you're right. Yeah. Maybe it is because of the coloring of it. Yeah. yeah. They needed to have that blue tint mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> or, like, also, I, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, like, how do we just all of a sudden end up at this diner? It was like it cuts, and you're there at the diner. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe we had, like, a two-second, hey, anybody want some food? Yeah. <laughs> right. Or maybe they run into <laughs> him at, like, a gas station or something. I don't know. Which that would have made more sense. Yeah. 
Plus, yeah. they try to make like the and we're going off on a tangent now, but like the fact that Elise looks at those girls and immediately knows that they're her nieces, right? Mm-hmm. It's like eh, it's her special powers. I know, but it was just. I, I guess don't they know. do kind of look like they like resemble her a yeah. little bit. So maybe she just saw herself like in them. That's I don't know. Weird. Or maybe she's been following them like yeah. through their lives. Yeah, you never know. You know. Oh, it could be. On Facebook. Uh, Jess, would you watch it again? Yes, I would. Seth? For sure. I would also yeah. watch it. I would actually like to watch it again and see if I like it as much the second time. Because you know, it's odd for me to like a movie the first time I watch it. I know. Well, and I knew the twist going into ah. it. Yeah, so, see. yeah, that took away from it a little bit, but I still enjoyed watching it again. So you think knowing the twist takes away from it? A little in bit. In your experience? Yeah. Because, I mean, the first time you watch it, it's like, holy shit. Like, that's, that's how yeah. I felt. Yeah. Damn. But, like, yeah. yeah, I watched it again. Obviously, I knew that they were alive and whatnot. So. Hmm. All right. Let's jump over to Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they suck like the platform. Some movies get fives because they're great like it. Chapter <laughs> one. At the end, we'll average it out and give you our HMC average Stabby's rating for the movie. We, the Horror Movie Crew, are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Maybe you need to watch the platform again. No. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't think I could sit through it a second time. That's I could awful. not. There was nothing good about that movie. I'm no, sorry. No, it's terrible. I'm sorry. Seth, HMC 98, Insidious, The Last Key. What do you give this movie? Um, there wasn't much I didn't like about it. Like I already mentioned, Elisa's acting's not great. We had the weird diner scene, and it was a little long. But I mean, the demon's really scary in this. The twists are awesome. Mm-hmm. All of them. Uh, it was well written. Um, I gave it a four and a half. 4.5 mm-hmm. from Seth. Is that your highest rated one? No, you did 4.7 for the first two. Right? For the second one. No, third one. Second. Second. Blah, second. <laughs> Just a smidge higher. Smidge. You went, it's a smidge. Smidge. You. what you give it? Um, so other than just it being a little long, I really liked this movie. Obviously the twists are great. Um, key face is awesome. I gave it a 4.3. 4.3 from Jess. Wow. You must have really enjoyed this movie. I did. Great. Wonderful. I too enjoy this movie. I think this is my favorite insidious movie. That's probably not a popular opinion, especially when we get to the uh, other people's ratings of it because they don't think it's that great. Yeah. However, that's why people should listen to us and not them. I like the key yes. face. Um, key face? Key finger. Key face? Key master. Key, key master. I like the key master. Key, key finger. Oh, key fingers. Oh, key fingers. Eat potato chips. Eat low on <laughs> potassium. I got Charlie horse. Uh, dude, <laughs> stop. The story. <laughs> My God, Josh, hurry up. Jesus. The storyline is fantastic. Lynn Shea's acting is it's not for me. I'm sure some people really like it. I don't really enjoy it that much. However, the story and the twists in this movie, I think, are really well done. And most importantly, it does not have that weird blue tint. So that gets another tick. It's a fucking blue tint. Uh, I also gave it a four and a half out of five. Uh, Twinsies. I, I think that solidifies it as my favorite Insidious movie. Yeah. I mean, that's your highest rating, right? It is. Tis. Tis, tis, I'd probably say tis. this one and the second one are probably the best two. Yeah, but based on my ratings, I would agree with that. Yeah, sure, sure, great, wonderful. Let's jump over to some of those other folks who like to rate and view horror movies. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critic consensus? The Last Key offers franchise star Lynn Shay another welcome opportunity to take the lead, but her efforts aren't enough to rescue this uninspired sequel. Damn. That's rough. Man, I wonder why people hate this so much. Mm. I don't know. I thought it was great. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 33% on 113 reviews. Jesus. 51% <laughs> average rating. 
Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 50% on 5,000 reviews, or a 3.3 out of 5, uh, which is a 66% rating. IMDb gave it a 5.7 out of 10, or 57% rating on 60,000 reviews. Us, the horror movie crew, where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. We gave it a 4.43 out of 5, or an 88% liking it more than all of these other people. What the hell's wrong with these people? I don't know. I wish I would have written down all, all of our... Um, HMC average ratings for these, so we can rank them in the order that mm. we're doing. But if we're gonna do a uh, an insidious franchise recap anyway, we'll just do it then. Yeah, yeah. Thirty three percent. I mean, it's not like whatever. People like to complain, Seth. They're like, "This movie sucks. Lin Shay ain't no good." <laughs> <laughs> Neither is that key finger person. That key master. <laughs> Thought it was mm. great. Oh, dude! I am glad we re- that we watched all these movies because I had always said Insidious. I didn't care for the Insidious franchise. Mm-hmm. However, after watching four of them, my ratings, with the exception of the first one, which I still argue is not a great movie, three point seven, uh, four point two five, three point seven, and a four point five. Those are pretty good ratings. Yeah, yeah. So I would say I can no longer say I don't like the Insidious. Correct movies. Okay. Do I like it more than the Conjuring franchise? Probably not. But no. we'll talk about that when we do the recap. Yeah. Were you guys surprised at your ratings for these movies, or did you know you were going to rate them at this particular? I figured they'd be around this for me. Yeah, I couldn't remember a ton of the third one. I couldn't remember any of it, other than the old guy with the mask on. So I wasn't sure on that one, but the others I pretty much knew. I really mm-hmm. liked them. Mm-hmm. So. What about you? Yeah, I figured this would, I'd rate them pretty good. I'm surprised. Were you, are you guys surprised with my ratings for yeah. these movies? Because you always talk about how much you hate it, so I'm like, it's not going to yeah, like any of these. I really think it's that first movie. I don't think that See, movie's I love, bad. I, I don't know why you one. hate it. I love the first and second one. Yeah. So, why? I, I think it's so boring. Mm. I just thought it was something I like hadn't seen. Yeah, it was just at when the time it was like it, scary. I, I thought it was, yeah. I yeah. thought it was great. Mm. Those daytime jump scares it had. That yeah. may be it. That Although we didn't like we didn't like the daytime diner scene. Tell you that much. <laughs> no, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Needed the blue tint. Uh, she, yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to say about Insidious The Last Key before we wrap it up? No. Nope. No, I'd say people should go and watch all these movies. Honestly, I yes. think watching them in order the way we did was the way to do it. Like, you yeah. should just sit down and watch them. <coughs> yeah. What if you watched them in the order of how they take place? Ooh, that might actually be better. Yeah, so then you'd watch the first one after this. Correct. So it I would still go... think it would be kind of confusing, though, like not knowing the Lambert story. Yeah, that's true. Because they're, they uh... reference that, I feel like, in all of them. Yeah, if you hadn't A seen them. A little bit, you know what I mean? So yes. then it's like, oh, okay that makes more sense like as you're watching like we did especially for chapter three yeah because they reference josh lambert a lot because that kid josh lambert storyline had already happened but the adult josh lambert hadn't and in the second one where like they show who was knocking at the door and all that that probably wouldn't make any sense if you hadn't seen the first one the black the black veil bride in the third yeah yeah you'd be like what the fuck so never mind (laughs) (laughs) maybe once you've seen way to screw that yeah that didn't work (laughs) Uh, let's do some Damn patron it. shout outs thank you to all of our lovely patrons starting with Vicky D Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast Kimberly D Mike R Derek Cole Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and Horror Flick Caitlin Ashley V and Ashley S Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street and my lovely mother Nana Stevie Nicks the Nicks thank you that's a lot that's a mouthful mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yep. you should start singing it or turn it into a jingle. Ooh. I could get up and dance while I do it. Now yeah. that we have video, mm-hmm. you should. 
That'd be fun. Um, our next episode, I believe, unless we do an Insidious, which we talked about doing an Insidious franchise recap, mm-hmm. that may be the next episode. If not, should we reveal what our October? Isn't it crazy? We're already doing October episodes, and we're not that. even in September yet. Nuts. <laughs> not a bad thing. It's your fault for going to freaking Australia. I know. I can't help it. Australia. <laughs> you ready for it? From the land down under. My there God. That there sounded super Australian. That did. Do you think so? Yeah. I agree. So for our October episodes, we are doing the Halloween. And I named it that. It's pretty interesting, <laughs> oh right? Oh, my God. Huh? Huh? What do you think? No? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I liked it. Halloween. David Gordon Green's Halloween trilogy. Halloween 2018. Halloween Kills. Halloween Ends, which comes out the 14th of October. Mm-hmm. So before that, we are going to talk about the whole Halloween franchise and rank the movies in our opinions. Are you going to watch all of them? No. Probably not. I already ranked them. I don't have to watch them. I already know. Like, I'm just throwing my piss and match yeah. out there. I already ranked them. Unless we're going to have a movie night here. Outside. We could. With the projector? Mm-hmm. I got to schedule that still. I haven't done that, have I? Mm-mm. Shit. Do it. Do it. Okay. I think we should lay in the pool and watch them. <laughs> or the hot tub. We get a little That's how I'd look. Rankly. Huh? Rankly. I'm into Rankly. We can order Arby's to the pool again. Yeah. Directly. Oh 40 to 40 some dollars. That's a lot for Arby's. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. That's like my whole family going to a Mexican place. I know. <laughs> for some Arby's. Okay. Not great. All right. So our next episode is likely going to be our discussion on the Halloween franchise. And then we'll jump right into our Halloween episodes for October. And I don't know what we're doing in November or December or January. So don't ask. Don't ask. We'll figure it out. Sure. It's we will. a surprise. In that case, we are out of here. Goodbye. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. Bye, y'all. Little bitch. Did you finish your drink? Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Are you seeing things? No. Uh, are you drunk? I accidentally hit this. Are you intoxicated? Are you even able to stand up? Jesus Christ. We have to carry her to the car, Seth. Oh, fuck off. Pick her up. Just drag her ass up the steps. That'd be hilarious.